This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Podcast. Good evening, Endless Ranners. Welcome back for episode 96 of your Endless Ranners podcast. Thanks for watching, listening, subscribing. We truly appreciate the support. My name is Chris, but I am just one of your Endless Ranners hosts for this evening. Also tonight, we've got the one and only Robbie Spotlight. What up, Robbie? What up, homies? How's it going? Pretty good, homie. (laughs) Then there's the man with the plan. It's producer Manny. What's going down, mall man? Uh, just having a good time, you know, putting up with these crazy cold ass winds. Staying oh, warm. Yeah. yeah. Chilly out there. Yeah. Just, it's like I'm looking down at uh, my computer machine and it says 22 degrees outside. It's 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 chilly here and it's supposed to start uh, like freezing rain um, or snowing. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, isn't like that hail? Oh, OK. I don't really know, but around here, it seems like we don't, we get some snow, but we get like this layer of ice first, like it's been misting all day and it's like 25 degrees out. So it's just like slowly, everything is building up a little layer of uh, clear ice. It's beautiful, but uh, treacherous, but deadly. Yeah. You gotta be careful out there, man. Yeah, I know. So uh, anyway, yeah. So I just pulled in the garage, you know, got out. Outside no uh yeah so it's like a ice storm again coming for a day so working from home tomorrow already know it so we're ready to party party down tonight with this podcast oh yeah man we got a i got party a pot down. of soup going in the, on the stove let's do this shit that sounds like a party <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that if you're really soup or are you just talking about some good weed no i actually got some <laughs> soup going it, you know it's a it's some maruchan right no, it's actually some pozole, man. Ah, some yeah. pozole. I was going to yeah. say, like, you can't, if you say you got some soup going, but it's like out of a can, that's not yeah, really, you're just okay. heating up soup. We liked it. You actually made soup? It was actually a soup that a friend of the family made, and there's like, oh, here. that's nice. Yeah. That's like, nice. Ha- have some leftovers or have some extra. I was like, thanks. <laughs> so. Nice. All right. Well, uh, so tonight. We took a week off, had some stuff going on. We'll talk about that, or I'll talk about that stuff later. Uh, but um, tonight, I'm going to have an update on the Canadian trucker convoy. And uh, my anti-Canadian you know, might be back. I might be back. Uh, <clears throat> Anti-Canadian sentiment might be back. Are you anti-Canadian citizen or anti-Canadian government? Well, I guess the government, technically. I don't know. Oh, really? We'll see. We can get, we can get in. I'll give you guys an update. It's okay. all over. All right. And then uh, after that, Manny's got some questions. Some mysterious questions that he wanted to ask us. Some things. Yeah, he said save it for air. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, uh, we have no idea. Robbie and I are going to this totally blind. Mm-hmm. So I like to do things just blind my, uh, you know, mm-hmm. my cohorts and and everything. Yep. yep. Um, which, you know, most questions. That's how most questions come to people. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> blind. You didn't anyway. see that shit coming, did you? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, after that, we're gonna Robbie Robbie Parenthood. Robbie Parenthood, Robbie Carpool, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I think, yeah. Carpool, <laughs> you know, Robbie, what name Robbie. that persona is going to take on for him, but uh, he's got some updates on his life now yeah. as a dad. Yeah, I'm wearing the sweater, you know, on my 
on my shoulders. I like cross mm-hmm. the arms on my <laughs> chest. Yeah. Yells at yeah. kids and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's taking license plates of kids, you know, people that like go too fast in the parking lot. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Hey, well, no speaking kidding. of father figures, sorry to cut you off. I've been watching the documentary. We need to talk about Cosby. I watched the first two, oh, okay. the first two parts. So far, there's four streaming. And dude, it's unsettling. Like how many people, oh, like how many just unsettling, just all like all the different stories and accounts. It was just like all the shit that he got into, just like in the 60s alone, man. I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Dude. Don't don't sleep on Cosby, man. Just don't be <laughs> just and when it comes to Cosby, just don't be uh, don't be around the guy. Uh yeah, he had quite a racket going, I guess. Uh I don't know if I want to know any more about him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to know anymore. It's really uh man, it's pretty disturbing. But I don't know. Was there any any anything in particular that uh, really uh stood out for you that really amazed you? <sighs> There is just, a, just the you know just this prolific. Uh, there's a a Black History special. It was called Black History Lost, Stolen, and something or other that was hosted by Cosby. That was really fucking compelling, just because it was actually okay. you know history about all the fucked up actions that you know the government took against uh, African Americans. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I mean, there were a few other instances where it's just like, oh, he's doing something good or charitable or, you know, yeah, progressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, he did, but it was also a fucking monster. So it was like, what? The yeah. F- like the, um, you know, he had a lot of money and he and he was um, very uh, generous, mm-hmm. right? With uh, sponsoring, you know, whatever people i mean black Willie artists, T. Black Ribs. athletes whatever yeah the willie t rib story right right mm-hmm. um but i feel like that part like when you have a lot of money and you give it away to good causes that part it, easy you know it's like but like the part where you couldn't stop drugging women and raping them like you know that should be pretty easy too you know well, you should it should be easy not to do that yeah it's but for i don't know that's yeah. just like a a that's not a mindset you want to push yourself in where it's just like you can't, you just impulsively do these horrible acts against he women. Was, I mean, he had the shit planned out. That's right? what I mean. I mean he it's had a whole like, deal going. Yeah. Oh, you're saying if you just happen to have some roofies in your pocket, you know. I got to do something a, with them. Fuck it's just it. like an impulse roofying. <laughs> that's different <laughs> from if you plan it out. Yeah. I mean, possibly, yeah. Well, technically, but you're yeah. right. You're right. I mean, it's not like you wake up and it's like, huh, I wouldn't, I don't know how these got here, but I gotta use them. So fuck yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's like I'll just keep these around for you never you never know. Rainy day. Yeah, yeah. yeah back in the day, wasn't that the Spanish fly, right? They, they also oh. got they also talk <laughs> about that. Apparently it's an actual root that, that was like a mystery. That's a mystery to me still. It's apparently yeah. some sort of a plant root that you can mix into your drink and it's supposed to like agitate uh women like certain down there is like nerve endings yeah mm. that's like, all we are we're just nerve endings in life well man well deep yeah. bro deep bro. When, you, when you get excited it's just nerve endings just blood rushing towards those endings dr rob here all of a yeah. sudden coming out of the left field with us oh, we are in life i do think about that you know like the physiological response of 
getting embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like how, like I try to teach my son this because I don't really, you know, I don't really feel it anymore because at this, you know, uh, you know, you're I, dead inside at this point. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Still care. Uh, but like kind of overcoming that. And, you know, part of it is like, you know, you're, you're in front of an audience and you're trying to uh, do a, a presentation, you know, in front of a bunch of people and it's important and uh, your PowerPoint presentation, you know, everything just, you know, your computer shits the bed and uh, you're just, you're just like, you're in bad shape, you know, and that, yeah. that, those feelings start to just like, you know, like the wave of like heat or whatever, just starts to like come over your body <laughs> anyway. And then you're just like, Oh, what is this? You know, you start to slow it down. You're just like, what? Did, oh, this feel. Oh, okay. Oh, this is this is bad. This yeah, is, my body's just telling me this is bad, and it's like I don't need you to tell me that body. I know this is bad. <laughs> like, I don't need you. Before. I don't also need you to be like uh, making my brain explode. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Like, this wave of like anxiety. I don't need that. You know, I already know that this is going really badly. <laughs> I try to teach them like you know when you have those feelings, it's like it's just like a physiological response. It's no big deal. Well, no one's going to kill you for like, you just, you know, like no one's going to like get up in the middle of your presentation and be like, you must die, sir. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what's really going to happen? Well, you know maybe I mean? if this was like, like the 1700s and you were like uh, yeah. presenting ideas yeah. that challenge the, yeah. I'm the presenting the first ever computer. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, in this day, it's like, you know, these things happen. It's like, you know, this is not the first time they've seen someone, uh, a computer die or something like that. And uh, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So you never know, though. You never know. Like, what if every presentation you went into, it's like violence could erupt? You know, if you made a mistake, there was somebody on it. The fact if you went, there's like a hey, Ken over there from purchasing. He's he's a real hothead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a, there's only a handful of gigs where that that type of you know yeah. stakes are on the line. So, hats off to those people and deal with I that know. shit. I forget what we were talking about. Well, it's no, oh, you, you kinda, had a you were yeah Cosby, okay. Cosby. Well, yeah, we're done moving on from that since you already touched on the subject of teaching your son about you know life experiences. I was watching. Another podcast I watch religiously on Mondays because it's one of my favorites is The People's Party, hosted by Talib Kweli and Jasmine okay. Lee, okay. one of my favorite rappers, MCs. He had a guest on a few weeks ago, and I should have done my due diligence and looked it up so I could have shot at him all properly. But um, he was talking about how he had it when he had a, a son or learning that he was going to have a child the amount of responsibility that comes with that because it's like you're you're gonna be you know your kids source of information about life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that got me thinking you know you don't want to you don't want to be overbearing or you want you don't want to come off like you know a a know-it-all some condescending like know-it-all mm-hmm. uh but at the same time it's just like you also have to know your limits and be like, wait, I can't come over here and in an effort to enrich my my kid's life, give them, you know, misinformation or give them the wrong answer, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, how do you how do you find that balance or how have you learned to, like, you know, walk that line between being like being humble enough to, to know it's like, I don't know this. Let's figure this out together or just like ex- explaining from, you know, prior experiences. 
Well, well, let me answer this since I have so much yeah. experience. Here. <laughs> yeah, let, let me... the guy with uh, three weeks of experience start off. Yeah, I like. Well, okay, if you wanted to butt in, Chris, go ahead. Let, let's hear your. Well, point. I was gonna. Well, you know, <laughs> we have different angles because you know I've said it before. You know, I my children, uh, I treat my children like sociological experiments. Just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, no, I really, it's, it, you know, I do feel like a, a major responsibility to kind of uh, inform them of the big stuff. Right. Um, critical thinking. Right. I, I uh, you do have to strike a balance. You're right. Because, you know, you try to tell, like, I don't tell my son, you know, like Biden is this or Trump is that, you know, I'll say things like, I will say, they say, that, you know, some people say that uh, they like Biden because he's very, uh, you know, compared to Trump, he's very kind of boring and, you know, I wouldn't say polite, but, you know, like that he's just kind of very different. Right. You just kind of set it up like that. Like, I don't I'm not going to say I say it or anything like that. I really try to like try to, you know, I don't really you know, I'm not going to BS him, but I try to stay pretty neutral. Um, because I'm very also also very curious on a lot of these issues to present it in a way where it's very neutral and like just to see what their reaction is. You know, my girls are a little too young for that, but my boy is, you know, to like kind of see what his first take on it is, you know, um, uh, without I think and I think it's real important without my influence because I don't want him to tell me what he thinks his take on something what what I think it should be, right? right? I want him to tell me what he thinks it should be, like genuinely. And I think that's like, uh, um, like I like I want to have an influence on the way he thinks. I don't want to have an influence on what he thinks, right? So that he, because he's going to face so many things. Like I mean, everything that he experiences that I can be there for, he's going to experience. You know, a million times more things that I'm not there for. You know, little interactions, big interactions you know, next year, 20 years from now, whatever that, uh, I think, you know, that's kind of my focus is, you know, making sure he's a good, uh, base, you know, of how to process things, right? right. How to process things without too much emotion, but obviously at the same time, like, you know, people have emotions, they got to factor that stuff in. Um, that's all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, Rob, well, how do you do it, Rob? How do I do it? <laughs> well, look, um, <laughs> well, you're, you, Manny, you were basically asking like, if, if they discovered something or right, like what I do, if, if let's say my son, <laughs> um, my stepson, um, if he, he notices something, I'll, I'll ask him questions and I'll, I'll ask him how he reached to that conclusion. And then I'm like, oh, really? Well, why? Why do you say that? You know, I want to know. Um, he like this. This is kind of a half complaint, but it's an observation. So we both have uh, uh, Nintendo switches. I don't really play mine often, but we both have them. We both have Fortnite on our Nintendo switches. He wants to play with my Nintendo switch and not his. So he's like, uh, oh, can I play with your, he call it, he calls it the remote control, not the switch. And I keep on correcting him. <laughs> can I p- play with the, your remote control? I'm like, oh, my Nintendo switch. He said, yeah. I'm like, uh, why don't you play yours? Oh, because I, I want to play yours. 
And I just want to ask him why, why do you want to play mine? I, I just want to know. I'm not, I'll probably say, yeah, but I want to know why, because, um, well, one of the conclusions I guess was I, I had more V bucks than he did. Cause you know, when you okay. get points, yeah, just, just more, more, yeah, more money or you have a higher exactly. XP rating or something, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've got more, you know, cool things. So it's one of the things that, uh, as far as that goes, I, I'm like, okay, now I kind of know why. Uh, but if he, you know, if, if he discovers something, I want to get to how he got to it. Obviously, um, I'm sure as a parent, most parents would uh, kind of um, feel proud. Oh, cool. He he learned it by um, kind of, you know, what is it? De- deductive uh, reasoning. Reasoning, sure. Right. And, uh, and then uh, that's kind of how I... Uh, approach that um you know i i obviously a lot of kids have you know it's like what do do they say it's like one like wonder you know you wonder imagination so i want to see how he kind of reaches it now i ask him and like you said um not to be kind of smug about it and give him all the answers or like me 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 um like um today i was sharing uh, you know i was uh brushing his hair and i was kind of kidding with him and i and i said as i was brushing his hair i said uh Oh, um, I, I don't know if your hair, you know, is is cooler than mine or what. You know, I have a good hair there, whatever. And then his question to me was, "You know how to brush your hair?" And I said, "Yeah, you know, I've I've got many years of experience doing that." And then he goes, "Okay, you know." And by the time I was done brushing his hair, which I basically I really didn't do much. I really didn't do much. But when I was done. I, I looked at him. I said, okay, cool. looks like uh, we're done. He looks at himself in the mirror and he kind of half smiles. And then he kind of half looks at me and I said, cool, it's excellent. And then I think he kind of smirks as in, yeah, right. And then he looks at me and he kind of walks away. But I think sometimes kids, I don't know about you, Chris, but do the kids sometimes humor you also? Like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm, all right, old man. They're just like, I mean, they just, they're just like switching, like switching things, switching emotions a lot to where, you know, they want to look, they want to make sure their hair looks good, but then like, they also don't want to care. And then they want it to look good. They want to care. They don't want you to know they, they care, mm-hmm. you know, like they wanted you to do it. They're happy. Yeah. And the way they show they're happy is by just walking away because they're <laughs> actually content. You know, it's like, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to figure, but it's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful experience. I mean, I really, uh, in all sincerity, yeah, sincerity. I mean, it's really, uh, an amazing experience uh just watching your kids grow up and just kind of seeing you know why they do things sometimes it's just kind of a basic human motivation like they did that because they needed to earn money so that they could buy their shoe shoes or game they wanted and sometimes they did it because oh okay that's that's just we just noticed like a personality preference there doesn't really there wasn't really any like reward it was just they preferred doing things that way they prefer doing their homework this way or mm-hmm. you know this one likes a certain show and it for whatever reason it just lights them up and there's another show for the other one that lights them up yeah Try to figure those little things out and it's uh i don't know i want my kids to be independent you know for sure creatures whatever and uh um i'm, I'm sure my whatever my opinions are rub off you know my son because you know you pick things up you're not going to be a robot, but so your son's going to be at the Capitol in four years. Uh, you know, 
I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be yeah. a staunch uh what is a supporter of the 18 wheel drivers. No, I got a feeling. I think I really think we're creating like a group uh generation of kids that are gonna be very rebellious and are gonna be like you know, maybe maybe a little bit averse to technology. You know, I don't think we've maybe I don't know, maybe, maybe, or maybe uh, these kids grow up and they're just like implant stuff in my head now, or they could grow up and be like, I want to fucking build a log cabin. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like that becomes all right, you know, yeah. like I want to build a log cabin. That's the thing to do. Yeah, yeah there's exactly. an app, there's an app for the iPad. I'm bring my iPad and everything. Logging. Wi-Fi. You on logging? Yeah, I'm on logging. That's gonna make me build a log cabin and <laughs> and uh, I want to fish. I want to, you know, I want to I don't I don't know. I think uh that's what happens. I think, you know, um, maybe kids have been pent up a little bit kid generation of kids that are going to question authority, maybe a little bit more, maybe, maybe in a good way and communicate it, maybe in bad ways. I um, hope so. Maybe in bad ways. Uh, so, okay. And also you got to take into consideration. You do have a, uh, another generation. You have a generation of parents right now that mm-hmm. are annoyed you know, and I'm sure, you know, again, you know, third are country, you, maybe close to half the country. Parents? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I let my kid know like what I think about some of the, well, that we live in a very, we're very lucky mm-hmm. living in Texas here. We're lucky that uh, we got rid of a lot of the unnecessary restrictions pretty early on. Um, but, you know, not that lucky because it, uh, you know, things still happen and strike close to home. So, um, but you know, I just teach them like, uh, what, you know, like things need to be questioned. I was showing them the trucker convoy, <laughs> you noticed me watching that. And he was like, what's happening there? And I was like, I don't know. You look like sit down. Son, they're they're fighting for their rights. Yeah. And I was like, and I just try to frame it. Like, uh, some people, uh, they're very upset about this, this rule or that rule. Uh-huh. Uh, so they've gone there, they parked. And there are other people that don't agree with them. And there's other people that work in the government that are definitely don't agree with them. And they have the police and they can go in there and they can go away. And I told them like, you know, like, Hey, these guys are like technically they're breaking the law, Yeah. you know, and then uh, everybody voted, you know, everybody, all those truckers voted, they voted for people in their government over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, whatever. Those are the people that have been making all the rules. They now they're using all those rules. And I don't know. You tell them that um, they're saying that uh, honking twice means hail Hitler. Oh, no, that's insane. That's insane. But, you know, that's what who I mean, came. That, who did, did I send you guys a video? Dude, yeah, yeah right. I saw yeah. that. I had seen it before. Like there's a parliament member in Canada that on the record in parliament was like, everybody knows that honking honk honk. When people write Hong Kong in tweets or whatever, it's really it really means Heil Hitler or something oh, like that. God, yeah, like people are like this. This woman was saying it with a straight face. I think she's even been on Twitter like defending her position. <laughs> That's not a but, hill you want to die on, all right? But it's it's well, she's a useful idiot because years down the road they'll look back at the official record, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this it wasn't you know she's not some kook on Twitter. She's a member of parliament. They can look back in their history books and say a member of parliament said that we had to do these things because the these truckers were Nazis, you know, mm-hmm. and years back, people forget, you know, people forget the fact that, oh, no, that, that lady was a fucking kook, you know, because not everybody's look, watching her, you know, implode on Twitter 
later, they just know that a member of parliament said that on the record. It's like, oh, well, then there must have been some truth to it, right? Yeah. Not really. There's <laughs> zero truth to it. Zero. <laughs> but you put on the record and now it's on the record. And now it's kind of like, that's what these people do. And really, it's really insidious, really terrible. Yeah. In, you know what? I think you just gave me an idea. If I had like, if I was one of these stupid wealthy people and I wanted to help humanity, I devised some sort of uh, program to siphon all the useful idiots off into some other line of work that just yeah. doesn't interfere with human progress. It's like, I know y'all yeah. mean well, so let's have you mean well somewhere else away from. Yeah. We're going to put you in charge of this rock farm over here. <laughs> you know, and then speaking of that, like these people, like, you know, Rob, we've shared some videos in our group and everything. It's uh, like some of the Paul and it's, I know this is, it's not our country, but it's fascinating. I'm, I'm still trying to work out why that is fascinating to me. Um, what happened? Cause it's all over now, by the way. And I guess we've kind of, kind of uh, weaved into this topic real quick. Yeah. Um, but it's over now. Uh, they the police went in and cleared it all out, kind of over the long weekend, um, and they were able to clear it out fairly easily. But they did it very slowly over a couple of days, very slowly. You know how, and I it was a peaceful pro. I mean, it was a peaceful good. protest. So people yeah, never was. they never really fought back. So yeah. the cops were just like, move forward, move forward, grab a few. Whoever doesn't yeah. just move, we just grab a couple of them, arrest them, and then they would just they reclaimed all the trucks. And you know, now their poli- the, the, their politicians are coming and just saying weird stuff, like like really vindictive stuff, but in really polite ways. Yeah, like coming out and be like, "Well, we think that uh, it would be fair if we uh, took their trucks and we <laughs> sold them at auction and used it to pay for the expense of clearing it." Like they're just like. What you're telling you're talking about, you just uh, these protesters came with their truck. You're just going to take the rigs that are worth, you know, hundred, you know, a couple hundred K, you know, maybe. Uh, I don't know what that is in Canadian, but, uh, you know, worth a lot of money. And they're just going to be like, and they're basically saying, we're just going to keep these trucks and auction them off and keep the money. I'm like, fuck these guys. So it's like, what do you, you just, where do you want them to do? You, you might as well just tell them, hey, go ahead and form a militia. You know, like <laughs> you can take their livelihood, then take their rig sell it off to help pay the bills, pay the overtime of the police that basically shoved them all out and took their rigs. It's like, and you think that's going to end well, like, you know, what? like at some point people are just like, uh, no, I'm not going to take it anymore. These Canadians are very smart. These uh, politicians, the politicians, you know what I would have done if, if I were a Canadian politician, you know, what's one of the things that uh, played ice hockey. On a lake? No. Oh, uh, God, ice at, fishing. At truck stops. Why don't you, you know, find out as many prostitutes as you can. Oh, and, brilliant, yeah. Right. And then this is one large truck stop. And then, you know, you'll get them all distracted. Mm. And, and then just tow them all. Easy. So or Mayor Robbie Spotlight would bring in the lot lizards. Dude. To shut down the protests. No violence. No violence at all. No violence. <laughs> And if you want to take yeah. the more violent route, route or route, have you seen the latest, uh, you know, Fast and Furious movie with that big uh, magnet? Yeah. Just grab one of those big magnets and just, you know, drive along and then have have that magnet just pull all those trucks with you. And then, I don't know, take it to Alaska or something. 
really like the idea of big magnets because they solve a lot of, you can solve a lot of problems with big magnets, like huge magnets that you uh, like at the junkyard or that you could uh, dangle from a, a Huey helicopter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to talk to people about this for, uh, I don't know, nine on 30 years about my idea that, you know, cause traffic frustrates me like most Americans mm-hmm. that the way to get rid of traffic is to just have Hueys with giant magnets on it. Just like circling the city. Yeah. So when there's an accident, they just swoop in. They just, you know, like activate the magnet, bam, take the car, pull it out. Bam. There we go. Here's it would, it would help a lot here in Southern California, considering that there's a lot of, you know, police helicopters or just other helicopters that just yeah, yeah, yeah. put around. a magnet on there, put a giant magnet on there for no reason. It seems like it's just, all right, if you're going to do that, you know, help with the congestion a bit. There's literally tons of these magnets lying oh around God. not being used. Yep. No idea if that's true or not, <laughs> but they, my they mom has a whole some. bunch on her fridge. We can donate. Well, them. you know, not those take guys. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the ones that you could turn on and off, like in the cartoons or in the movies, <laughs> Yeah. you know what I mean? And like pick things up, drop them, pick them up, drop them. That's right. But, uh, I'm not really sure if that would be dangerous, you know, but, I so. uh, in, I think, you know, people should work it out. Prostitutes are, are oh. less dangerous. I'll package that idea to the government. Yeah. I'll bundle it with my other idea, which is uh, dropping <laughs> nuclear bombs on hurricanes. <clears throat> on hurricanes? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> nuclear NATO. It's a twofer. Yeah. I can see that. Sci-fi right. channel. So the trucker convoy is over. They didn't even need giant helicopters with magnets. They just rolled in with the... I guess they <laughs> just... All the cops had their faces covered, but it was very cold. Mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. I shouldn't say all of them. Many of them did. There were a lot of really, I was watching this guy's live feed um, who was there. And there were a lot of just kind of like really heartfelt, um, you know, interactions between the protesters and the cops. We love you. Yeah. Like we love you. And uh, you don't have to do this. Join us in the beginning. They were just like begging them to join us, mm-hmm. you know, like begging them, like we're here to fight for your rights too. Manny would have been because- uh, like joint us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You need them uh, in those hard uh, stress times. A lot of great speeches, uh, you know, by just average Joe looking dude that uh, I think I shared a couple with you guys that make really impassioned speeches about what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I mean, it just, you know, say what you will, right or wrong. You know, I'm sure a lot of people don't agree with them, but, you know, they're left without, uh, you know, the only people that got hurt were protesters. There was a lady trampled by a horse. Oh, Yo, yeah. that shit was she crazy. Died. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. She, she died, right? She I don't know. think so. I think no? she no. No, I don't think so. Um hmm. okay. But you know, it's like and things still didn't kick off on the protesters' side. So he said kick off. It's interesting. And trampled. Yeah. He knows yeah. what he's it's doing. It's just interesting, I guess, because it's like we could never have that here. Like we can never have a pure standoff. Because I think it seems, well, you know, I, I don't know um, that a lot of people don't like what the government's done. A lot of their reporters and people that seem to maybe, you know, would normally side with the government are pretty unhappy about emergency powers. Um, anyway, it's kind of interesting because they can have this debate or this protest and it, and both sides can really show their colors, their true colors mm-hmm. without the cloudiness of well, what's the protest really about? Because they burned a police car and they burned a CVS down and, you know, 
there's things are getting violent because Antifa shows up or being, you know, like just thugs, whatever. Kyle Rittenhouse shows up with his AR. Again, again, he comes in a semi. Yeah. Um, Mon- Monkey's uncle said, I wonder if that semi protest on the bridges helped or hurt the supply chain problems. They tried to, I mean, they, they tried to, I was watching it from the beginning and they just tried to blame everything on them, you know, from racist, misogynist, they're abusing their children. Uh, uh, yeah. Then it, then it became, then they started going on about the supply chain. It's like, we've been having supply chain problems for a, Long at least before a that. year. So like, I mean, now they're, you know, we're, there's this Ukraine mess and they're trying to blame, blame Ukraine on, on the, the problem chain? with Ukraine that, that just oh. happened yesterday on high gas prices. Like that's why we've had high gas prices because of something, was, you know, oh, we've really? had high okay. gas prices for a year Yeah, uh, because of something that happened in the last week. Okay. So that it's like, sense. it's just, the, it's just interesting. I think people are catching on. Um, these are the kind of things I do talk to my son about like patterns. People are catching on to like the media and like, just like the, the patterns and like all the bolt, like the, the formula you know, that media keeps using and just talking about all the media channels and all that stuff about just to get your attention. Um, so anyway, the craziest thing that came out of that whole convoy was the government freezing their assets. It's like, really dude. Yeah, man. Weird stuff. I was totally shocked by that. I even had to go ask my mom's like, yo, in, in all of your, in your life, have you, did you ever hear of Mexican government freezing assets of people, you know, just organizing and protesting for a good cause? She's like, no, bro, what the fuck Canada? Well, I mean, I don't know if people are thinking about, look, the more we go cashless in our society, like you don't really have anything. Every, everything, all of your money is just ones and zeros on a computer, on a server somewhere. Right. You know, unless you're, unless you're buying gold, gold coins from William Devane. Yeah. That's, you know, you know, and putting them on your mattress or whatever. <laughs> um, you, you know, so yeah, there's so much technology that that was kind of weirding me out. The fact that they shut down the go send me's um, and then they did their emergency powers act up there. Um, which apparently people knew about, you know, our government has, does these things like the pay and then they just put a bunch of sneaky stuff in it. You know what I mean? Like we have no idea what we're getting. Um, it seems like they kind of knew a little, they know a little bit more about what they're getting and voting for up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they put these powers in place so they could, if you, uh, I guess the organizers, they froze the money of the organizers. There are reports of them. Oh, freezing- the donations as well of freezing people that just donated 50 bucks. The way that the government up there is defining it is that only organizers, but then there was some word they use influencers. So that to me, that meant like you donated, plus you've been running your mouth on social media. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Therefore you're an influencer there before we freeze your accounts. But I have no idea. I mean, I really, I don't know anybody, but if they've had their accounts frozen, you've seen reports of it. Um, it's that, you know, both sides are capable of lying, but, when you have a protest and you don't get violent and you don't burn shit down, you kind of get some credibility. You know, your movement gets a little credibility to where people maybe maybe uh, will believe you when those reports come out. I don't know. Just lessons for American protesters. Like stop burning shit down and people will listen to you. We'll take you more seriously. You know, if you can not like scream, fuck the police, you know, 
in like the faces of Asian police officers <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, white women screaming racial epithets at <laughs> black police officers. <laughs> like, you know, your cause will be taken more seriously if you can yeah, yeah. knock that stuff off and um, like get people behind you. I think more people outside of Canada were behind them than inside Canada. I don't, I don't know, but just interesting. It's just really fascinating. And then, yeah, they, they started freezing the accounts. So it's like, it's very chilling. Um, no and, pun intended. Yeah. I mean, you hear, you hear reports about like someone it's like, I wanted to donate to something, but now I got to think twice. And that that's where, that's where it is right there. That's, that's where it is. That's, you know, I, I think I understood when I was younger, you know, when people would say things like, Oh, it's the government says these things. It's very chilling, you know, on free speech. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, Oh, okay. That's what, they mean when regular people have to kind of think twice about doing something because I don't know. All I want to do is donate 50 bucks to the cause that looks good. My friend told me this cause look good. I just, I don't really, I don't want to do hours of research. I don't want to take out a, a insurance policy, you know, or retain uh, legal advice. I would just like to donate 50 bucks. And uh, if shit kicks off with that group, it's like, I, you know, you shouldn't be held responsible. Mm-hmm. but they're like, no, you will be. And we're just going to freeze your accounts. It's just very shit. Even if they don't freeze anybody's account, it's the, it's the citizens having to think twice. Well, yeah. Because of the threat, because of the threat. And I don't think you know, when Robbie said the government's stupid, I mean, our government's stupid too. They don't, I don't think these people realize like how sick and tired people are getting of that stuff. Like, it's only a matter of time before they I revolt. Just can't believe nobody thought about prostitutes. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of prostitutes, a lot of free prostitutes, a lot of universal basic income yeah. to make people forget that they have very little power over their own lives. A lot of free shit to make people, because I think there's something in the human spirit that's like, <clears throat> like when we start feeling that way, you know, shit gets burnt down. <laughs> you know, like people start to freak out. People start to lash out, act out, go crazy. You know, maybe it's organized or maybe it's just people like lose their shit, you know, and like, I don't know, they realize they're just a number or like that. I don't know. They feel like people feel like they don't have a lot of autonomy, I guess. So I like the va- I like the COVID and all the restrictions and all that kind of stuff doesn't help anyway. Speaking well, of that, uh, how are the Rob, what else? You spanking those kids we had or what, huh? <laughs> you make them go out and get a switch, cut down a switch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no spanking yet. If you live near the city, it's like yeah, you need to walk 10 the- minutes to the park, get a switch, and come back. <laughs> no, no, okay, Manny, you had something that I could talk about kids, but what what was that, Manny? Oh no, it was just a quick question because uh the mask mandates or whatever the fuck have, have they eased up over there in your neck of the woods oh and in in, in, in san francisco yeah um i'm look i've been driving to the uh the the bart train station on bart you still have to wear it um you know i wear mine whatever i see, i see some people some people without theirs i don't make a big deal i'm like okay whatever i don't care Mm-hmm. Um, there was, uh, this actually, uh, what's funny on our way, on my way to work this morning, um, I was sitting there had my headphones on, I was messing around with my phone and, um, 
you know, the elderly seating um, near the, 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 the doors, yeah. this guy approached a woman she's, and he said, oh, can I sit right here? Because she was sitting on the seat, blocking the seat next to her and then blocking the other two seats next to the, her seats. So she said she was, um, I don't know, 65 or so. And he said, can I sit there? And she says, uh, no, I need six feet. I need six feet. And I was like, oh, man. So the guy, thankfully, the guy was like cool about it. And he sat next to me. I understand she's an older lady. I'm not going to give her any. I think she was older than 65. But I was not going to give her any 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 trouble or whatever. I'm not going to judge her. Her situation is her situation. If it would have been someone younger, then I would have probably been like, I would have judged her even harder. But the guy sat down next to me. Um, you know, I, again, I was wearing my mask, whatever. But yeah, some, some places um, uh, are still restaurants. I'm still seeing masks. So true. Um, the mask mandate. I don't. I don't know. I'm still seeing a lot of masks here in San Francisco. So. I don't know, man. Um, we don't have any mandates here at all in Texas that I know of. Um, I still see some people wearing masks. It kind of goes up and down. Really? Um, grocery store. I mean, I think, you know, like if, if folks, if, you know, if folks live in a world where they've got either Fox News or CNN all the time, then there's just, there's always some kind of COVID thing, a reminder. Yeah. And there's always some, I don't know, you know. Um, but yeah, I see sometimes, but it's like, that's fine. It's a choice. Like that's, it, it like, is. A- we, it, we have to like, you know, the same reason, like people will say um, you need to di- differentiate between someone who is anti-vaccine and anti-vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of have differentiate between people who are wearing a mask because it's their personal choice. Yeah. And people that are wearing a mask because they have to. So in Texas, if someone's wearing a mask, it's because it's their personal choice. And uh, yeah. Isn't that what we want? It, I, so I agree. It's like, I, I mean, I still call them pussy. I mean, but I just kind of mutter it under my breath after they've okay. passed by. I mean, do I want? I want them to hear a little bit, but yeah, yeah. You know, I don't say it to their face. I don't scream it at them anymore. Not anymore. I don't. Dude, don't even don't even get me started. Um, I'm I'm also about personal choice, and I think I've already said this. So I don't want, I want to like you know bore everybody, but. A, I don't want to hear the super pro, no mask, no this, no that, but you're working from home. Don't, don't even, don't even talk to me. Don't even give me, and I'm not talking yeah. to you, Chris, but don't give me your <laughs> no, opinion. I get you. I, cause I've taken, I I've taken, you know, public transportation, the, the, the bus, the, this, the, that bumping into people, walking by people. And then the Pete, some the, I've seen, and I've known some of the people that are just work from home and then they do the Grubhub blah, blah, blah. and then maybe on Friday night, sure. They'll go out to the bars with the friends, whatever. But some of us have to go out in the wild or whatever. And some of us have gotten sick out in the wild. So we don't have that choice to, Oh, well, my boss lets me work from home and you know, my pajamas and I order from, so don't give me none of that crap. Um, again, I'm all, I'm all about personal choice though. Uh, what is it? What, what country is it? Is it is it China where um, a lot of the, um, I, you know, before you, people used to think, oh, you know, they would see uh, an Asian person with a mask years ago, right? Walking oh, Japan does that a lot too. Is it Japan? And then they w- wear a mask. And then some of us would think, oh, huh, whoa, do they think uh, we're dirty? or blah, blah, blah. But from, from what I've read in the past or the most recent past is that if they feel a little ill, 
most many of the time that they'll wear a mask for, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, in consideration of everybody else. Um, So I, I do appreciate that for, for those people that might feel sick. um, You know um, I don't know, Um, but yeah, it is a personal choice. Um, If you're, if you feel strong and healthy and everything, Hey, do what you got to do. Well, I think the the frustration and is like that it was, let's pretend this affects everybody the same mm-hmm. yeah. instead of like, Hey, like they knew very early on within a few months, this is who needs to worry. And that's been, it's been that way the whole time, whatever yeah. variant, like these are the folks that really need to worry. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, if they would have kind of been more honest about that, then we would have been bull repping grandma and you know grandpa and folks that have any kind of issues we would have been like please you know like don't forget your mask and sure yeah like folks that really were could make a choice and say well i'm, I'm 25 i you know whatever like you know chances are so low i can i don't really not worried about it um they should have been like when the vaccines were available, like anybody that was in those groups that we knew we've known were like, really the ones that need to be worried about it should have been front of the line. I was shocked that I was shocked when the teachers unions had to fight to like prioritize teachers. Cause it's like, I was like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be kind of a no brainer? Like, like we want our kids to go back to not because they're the most at risk, but because like, this is a group we want, we need our kids to go back to school. So commerce can take place. So we want these folks to have the maximum protection. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't, yeah, like, I don't think that was like the plan at first. Instead, we were just like everybody, 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 everybody like, no, anyway, if, if it's kind I of can... the frustration, in it, but it's very nuanced. So it's hard to like, yeah. you know, so people, I think when they express some of their frustrations on both sides, they mm-hmm. express them in very simple minded terms that don't, that don't really capture their, you know. Oh, well, speaking of simple complexity I, of how they feel. I, I said this before. Some sometimes people do things or or like you said, sometimes, you know, I know you're kind of kidding. You might call some people, you know, pussies or whatever. But one guy I would call this is when I was walking down uh, the steps or the escalators, electric, yeah, the escalators uh to take the train um uh, about a year ago or so. I'm walking down. I, again, I have, I do already have my mask on. I think the guy next to me as I'm walking down has his mask on as well. So I'm, I'm like rushing to work. I'm walking down the escalators. And then as soon as I pass by, I have my earphones. I, I hear the guy goes six feet, six feet, six. And I, I get down to the, uh, after, you know, once I get off the escalator escalators, I turn around, I'm like, dude, are you talking to me? Like, are you serious? And, and then I, I stood there and I mocked him. I'm like, Oh, six feet, six feet. And I, you know, I, I called him a couple of things or whatever, but, but I'm, I, I'm like, don't, don't give me that. I'm, I'm like, I'm walking past you. So then I get through the, uh, what is the, the turnstile things. And then um, I walk down to where the uh, platform is or that where the, where the, uh, the, the train passes by. And then the guy passes. he's walking straight towards me. If, if he didn't move, he would have hit me. And then I stood there and then as he was walking past by me, I, I screamed at him. I said, Hey, six feet, six feet, six feet, six feet. Hello, six mm-hmm. feet. And he's like, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, no, 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 no. Six feet, dude. Go around me, man. Go around me. Go around me. 
because dude, I'm headed to work. I'm not in the best of moods. I haven't had my it's like flinging, they're flinging feces at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but dude, if you don't have to, dude, you don't have to be aggressive. And uh, look, um, we're 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 we do the show live usually on uh, YouTube. So we've got some of our friends on. Shout out to Quana. Uh, uh, yeah, Monkey's uncle, Brian Backhand. Hello. Family of three, they're all giving their opinions. So obviously, you know, it's it's a subject that we all have our opinions. I would say at this point, you know, on people, sometimes they're a little. People should be careful right now, I think, because there's a lot of dude. Like I thought about this for myself, and you know, um, like when COVID started, I was 48, and I just turned 50. Dude, so really? Like happy birthday! You, Shoot! Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah I happy. took it off my Facebook. So I wouldn't get like all bombarded and have to like thank people or whatever. <laughs> right. So yeah, um, do that. the, uh, but it's like, you know, I'm in a different, you know, on the, on the bar chart that my doctor showed me like, Oh, you're in the 50, ca- 50 to 60 category. Like there's a little different bar chart. It's a little higher on the, on yeah. the, on the COVID data mm-hmm. than in the, you know, the 40 to 50 bracket. Uh, so it's like, yeah, like, People are, you're, everybody's a couple years older. Uh, maybe a lot of people are a couple years, a little less out of shape than they were when COVID first started. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's still around and it still can like, you know, kind of jump up and bite people in the ass for sure. So yeah, I'd say this is kind of like, be careful. Uh, I don't, again, like it's, we're in a different world here in the free state of Texas because we dropped restrictions a long time ago, yeah. like last yeah. May or whatever. When you're when Gavin Newsom said uh like Crow Magnons or something, I think that was what he said. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, he's another um, guy. So it's been a long so it's kind of um like things are fairly normalized here. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, be careful. Yeah, be careful. Everybody's two years older than they were when it started. So you may be in a different bracket now. Yeah. Stop stop projecting your fears onto us, Chris. All right. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Get boosted up. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's and I think um, you know what also you know what period we're about to go into also. I'm really looking forward to this period where like all the documentaries start coming out. Oh like once there's not like a new variant like thrown up. And then like all the Netflix documentaries start rolling in and then like people are a little less interested in the panic porn news. They're more interested in like, tell me what really happened. And then some, you know, Ken Burns going to do a documentary and be like, oh, oh yeah. Fuck dude, that thing's going to be forever. Long. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be uh, 87 hours long. <laughs> Can only buy it a box set. It'll make you feel oh, like you're reliving, reliving the experience. But it's going to be like, we did what? We did what? We did what? We spent yeah. how much? And it did nothing. And it actually made things. I mean, there's just going to be like horror story after horror story of like this county in Tennessee threw away 800,000 doses of vaccine. Like, you know, like meanwhile, like can't get it to Africa, but like we're just chucking shit out because it expired or like that kind of stuff. Oh man, we're too obsessed with expiration dates in this country. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> By the but way, anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, convoy is over. Um, 
Be careful, right, Chris. COVID, Look. be careful. Be careful. Like if we are really kind of getting out of this, this is where people could, uh, again, you're in a different state than you were and let your guard down. And uh, well, Robbie's, uh, Robbie's experiencing, um, I don't know. Do you have any other, uh, you brushing your, your, your stepson's hair now? Oh, yeah. You said uh, you're in the car. Yeah, close, take, like, close the show off on the light note. You're right. waving. You know, oh, don't you have your question? Don't you have some questions for us? Let, let me let me get. Or no, this. we already got into all that. Yeah, we let got me get this that. real quick because uh, this is a quick uh, something I wrote down. It's, it's, okay, you know, I don't need a beat, but this is something kind of related to what we were talking about. Yeah, Remember the no Super one was, Bowl? No one was going to give you a beat. <laughs> Remember the Super Bowl? And, yeah, and you know, you know, the politicians and all the celebrities, no mask and you know, whatever. Like I said, um, I, I like consistency, right? So let me let me spit a little little rhyme about the Super Bowl. And, and our, our little what, what happened, what I saw, what we saw on TV. So here we it's go. Better rhyme. All right. <clears throat> All right. Soup, super bowl. Your celebrity is soup, super dull. Mask on or mask off. And you listen to these jack offs. Aren't you going to sp- spread the Corona V? Isn't that what you told me? What's it going to be, huh? L.A. Mayor holding his breath. Gavin Newsom blaming you for death. Do as I say, but not as I do, placing the blame only at you. Um, I'm happy for you if uh, you work from home. Send my regards to your boy, Newsome. Now, don't get it twisted. It takes more than words to fix this. Want to fight back? Take it to the suits. Um, Take it to the suits. Take it to the people blaming just you. This is a hot topic, so let me just go ahead and drop it. So that's all I got, guys. Good job, brother. I fully yeah. uh, support your point of view there. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I was impressed. I mean, I'm starting to kind of look at it a little differently. So that was. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like that uh, Garcetti and News. They're just, they're just, these are just power moves now. They're just like, look what I can do. I can like go to the Super Bowl and not wear my mask. And then like tomorrow morning, I'll just tell these people to wear masks and they'll do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they'll just do it. Yeah. So at some point, like. Gavin Newsom's like, mm, I didn't wear a mask at that restaurant, man. man nothing really happened to me. Like, it's kind of, you know, <laughs> had to spend some of my campaign money and all that, but uh, I'm good. I'm good here still. And it uh, yeah. seems like I can kind of do whatever I want. And uh, people get, you know, some people are rabble rousers, but for the most part, everybody just does what I say. So, well, yeah. At some point, it's kind of like it's becoming a power move, you know, like maybe something to be impressed by. Well, look, speaking of power moves, and I'm going to transition. You asked me about kids, right? Yeah. So, you know, the the little one, as uh, Gina grad uh, would like to say, <laughs> sometimes what I would ups- get upset is when he would be out in public, no one's around, and he'd, he'd say, oh, my mask, my mask, my mask. And I tell him, hey, hey, don't worry. It's just me and you. We're, we're No one's walking by. We're good. We're good. Um, so he gets kind of stressed. Going back to stress. Um, we got this uh, flyer, a newsletter sent home, uh, you know, they, they give them to the kids and, um, and it said it was promoting, you know, mindfulness and I think yoga and whatever. And it even said on the uh, newsletter, you know, with the stresses of school and life and this and that, and this and that, well, look, even, even the kid's grandma has said, just like Adam Carolla has also said that he gets too much homework um, sent home with him. Even grandma, who she she was a me- uh, uh, a teacher back in Mexico, 
And she's a very educated, she's like very, like, she's very proper lady. So not only that, he's got, he's got a lot of homework. He was recently getting bullied by this kid, uh, uh, this bigger kid. Um, and, oh, um, obviously with the whole, you know, mask and COVID and all that stuff that they're, you know, that they're seeing and all that stuff. They're getting a lot of the stresses where, where at school. And then over here, they're, I, I, I don't, don't tell me, oh, with all the stresses, you know, promoting mindfulness and this and this and that. No, 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 no. Why don't you promote, I don't know, uh, sports. Let, let, let me see you promote some more, give me more options, not like, um, you know, other things that you want. Uh, what if the kid wants to play sports? I mean, if they Bring want back to play dodgeball or dot, well, I, I bring I it back. I no, I, I know you, you love to be cruel to kids, uh, Chris, but well, I mean, know, when I played dodgeball, I was a kid too. So it's not, <laughs> no, 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 it's no. not like I was being, uh, I love like he just randomly shows up at any old Olympics. This is how you figure out. Like that's, you know, it's kind of uh that's how you figure things out. No, no, outside, I, I agree. You know what I mean? Like I, I love, I used to love it because um, no, you would get, wouldn't you get your frustrations out a little bit? Right. Yeah, boys definitely need to go wild. Like boys need to go well, wild. Yeah. 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 So I I need some more options, not just um, you know, uh, what you're telling me, right? Give me give me some more options and don't tell me all oh, these kids are stressed. Who's creating a lot of stress? You guys are, uh, you know, the schools, so much homework and then I used to get bullied as a kid back in the day, uh, you know, back in like middle school, even elementary me school. Me too. Oh, well, we've right? seen the, we've seen the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you with your uh, like Tonka t-shirt and your tube socks pulled way up and the kids. Yeah, my braces. Like, I gotta be uh, honest with you, Robbie. It's probably good we didn't grow up together. That's right. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, I used to get into fights, but the thing is, is sometimes these these te- teachers would not butt in, or I think they would be scared to deal with the kids' parents or what. Uh, one time I got into a fight with the, hmm. this older kid, and after I, I had already warned my the vice principal. Well, I said, hey, I told him, I said, hey, this kid's, you know, picking on me, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, well, we'll see. Da, 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 blah, blah. OK, this kid bumped into me or found me in the, the hallway uh, during class. He grabs me. He picks me up and he, he basically said, I, oh, I found you. He picks me up. And as he was going to, like, drop me, I grabbed his head and I grabbed my knee. Like with my knee, I like hit him on his chin. And then he kind of knocked over and then the next day or later that day, I talked to the same vice principal. I said, hey, I just got into a fight with this kid and you guys didn't do anything. So I don't know. if Wait a snitch kid, on yourself, Rob. Uh, you, it's fine. You know, with me, it's, it's all good because I'm, yeah. I'm showing you like you were you. You were not effective. You didn't do anything. Mm. So that's why I kind of uh, I feel for a lot of these kids because, you know, there's I've seen it. I've seen it before. I've seen these other smaller kids get picked on as, you know. So my point is a lot of these schools also bring some of this stress to the kids. They're passing so. the stressful book on to them. Oh yeah. I think yeah. bullying just needs to be more structured. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? By the way, well, family of three says he wants to hear the ping sound of, of a kid's head. <laughs> I think that's Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's healthy. I mean, yeah. you know, when the, the way it's portrayed in the movies, you know, it's not reality. No, I, no. I went to a high school where it, uh, it was kind of controlled. It was like you're a freshman, and like it's like there's no, well, th- my high school was 200 kids. There's 50, like maybe 50 in each class in nine, you know, each grade. Right. And um, it's basically like you, you know, you're a freshman. Like, hey, th- that 
oh, those are the those are the older those are the seniors that are gonna they're gonna bully you and they're gonna kick you. Oh, back. okay, okay. But yeah, the good yeah. news is, when you're a senior, you're gonna get the you know bully some freshman yourself, and it's yeah. like, okay. Remember, okay, so it's kind of like a badge of honor mm-hmm. for young. It was like it was like days to confused kind of thing. Like no, you don't want to get paddled, but like you know, sometimes you get you you know. I think I remember, you know, then you start like uh, you and your buddy start mouthing off a little bit to the seniors and then something, you know, then they rough you up a bit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's like, not like they, you know, like trying to kill you, but you know, you get hurt a little bit and then you're like, okay. But then you're laughing with your friends and we were seniors. Like we had this thing where we would pick a twin for ourselves, like a freshman that looked like one of us. <laughs> All right. So each of us had a twin. So when we would be walking around, it was a small school too. We, and you'd see your twin, you know, my buddy, my buddies would be like trail, you know, and it'd be my twin. So I'd chase him. And then if their friends would be like, there he is, like there would see us coming and they'd warn him, warn the twin, like there's your older twin. You better run because he's going to pound you in the, you know, just pound you in the arm or whatever. So, so structured. So it's like, you know, you're, okay. you know, you knew your bully who was coming for you. And it was the kid that looked like you, you know, it's like, that was kind of a funny thing. We had twins. Yeah. Like, it was like my buddy Fuller, there was a little short blonde kid. And uh, like, that was, that was Fuller, you know, that was, that was his twin. So Fuller had to go chase that kid down. Anyway, structured bullying, read about it, Google it. I've written an ebook about it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, give us the links so in the description, link people to it. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but I don't know. Simpler times, but now I mean that was there was no um, social media bull. That's much worse. Yeah, oh, much oh, worse. Yeah. I mean, getting punched in the arm by a senior, like you know, while your friends laugh at you, like, and then they get punched and you're laughing at them. That's that's not you know that's like that's okay. the, that's the good bullying. Yeah, that's the more memorable. Oh, all right, stuff. Chris, you you mentioned the online stuff, right? Online bullying and all that stuff. Yeah. cyberbullying i'm Remember, sorry rob i didn't I mean we weren't good that good of friends then and uh you said something that upset me so sorry. yeah i know well look i sent you a link uh, in video remember this um i think she was what a 13 year old girl on tiktok i don't know how many followers she has but i i guess she had a lot of followers this is cash me outside girl again that was a different cash me outside this guy actually cashed her outside but but he got <laughs> shot by her dad um oh so yeah that he, whole situation was weird oh this is that oh yeah 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 yeah. okay okay yeah so but there was something deeper to that story right because at first glance i'm like way to go yeah yeah oh wait which is fine sure sure but the, the thing is is okay he's i think he was 18 or a little old, old, older than 18 she was i think 13 and so he got i guess obsessed with her and whatever liked her stuff like like and then he got a little, he started DMing or whatever. And then supposedly what she said was, well, he, uh, I sent, I sold him some pictures of, of me smiling to get him off my back. Okay. But then he wanted to uh, get pictures of body parts and even feet and whatever, whatnot. And then, and then she was like, no, 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 no. And then eventually he somehow, I don't know how he found out where I lived and then he showed up to my house and then that's when i think he shot his gun at the door or something to that effect and then her dad shot the guy and i think i think he killed the guy 
Oh yeah, he's all clear. I mean, well, I he shot he at the guys. They he came with a gun and shot at the girl's yeah. door. Yeah, but okay. I want to know how all that. This is what I. This is this is how what what I kind of concerns me is that kind of goes could go along with the whole grooming thing because I've 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 known people that um you know when you let's say uh, a woman let's say she's a single mom or whatever um sometimes these guys these predators, and you're grooming the single mom you know, I, is that what's hey, happening single moms, i will i will groom them but not, <laughs> not the daughters not the daughters okay uh, okay okay a lot of these predators will find single moms with daughters and they'll start either grooming or or schools or online and stuff like that. So these parents, you got to be careful um, who your daughter's talking to or who who's complimenting your daughter. Uh, and then they either start believing it or maybe they make a mistake by engaging. Mm-hmm. And this is what possibly maybe because that first of all, I don't how did the guy find out where she lived? I don't know. Um, um, it's it's a weird. Oh, that sort of stuff's probably easy, easy nowadays. Maybe, maybe it, um... it is. But either way, look, the guy was don't if you're 18 or over or whatever, just don't do that. Period. How old was she, though? I think she was 13. Yeah. I mean, this guy's got to die. Oh, well, it's, it's fine. Everybody's yeah. good. Oh, it was it was no, no good. No good deed there. What he was. In doing. fact, the dad should go back to this kid's house and maybe clip Shoot the parents. I mean, you know, maim. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maim. I mean, he didn't. I don't think there was any it was sexual assault happening yet. Just no, more, no, no. Yeah, like maim, like limp. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm gotta not, go a I'm little bit above girl, and beyond. A little bit above and beyond. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like go to the yeah. root cause, which is the parents. Yeah, and I, know, man, I can't imagine not being up in my kids' business about all that stuff. Like just all the time, and like just try to be unpredictable. You know, well, like the questions yeah. and like, don't fall into patterns. Like, how's your day? What'd you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you did. Okay, great. Bye. Good night. Like, like, oh yeah. How long were you there? Really? Yeah. I don't think you were there. I, something doesn't sound right. Like just keep kind of keep them, <laughs> keep them <laughs> no, on their toes. I, this is what I, this is what I do. Sometimes hey. I will see the kid. He'll, he'll play Fortnite and he'll be talking and I'm like, who are you t- talking to? Or like Roblox. And then obviously, well, he can read now. So Sometimes I I will ask those questions. Um, you know that's all good. I will say this about the whole bullying. Um, uh, my my wife um, has actually told me she sometimes a little. I'm a little hard on on the kid. Um, like I, I already pre-show, I told you guys that I I'm you know I didn't I didn't ban him from eating them, but I think on Sunday he ate two donuts. Mm. But sometimes the the family <laughs> the family's like, hey, you're he's still living inside. Yeah, he's still, but he he's getting a little um, chubby. So you know, I'm like, oh, well, he's eating two donuts a day. Well, maybe you want to maybe control that. There's fruit. Hey, what There's kind a, of donuts were they? By the way, the crispy cream uh, glazed and something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. So you're just you're just pissed. He ate your donuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. He actually left. Uh, he he left like two of them for me. Great. Well, the the in-laws were there as well um but anyways um you know i'm i'm not you know our our parents that kind of stuff's hard to control i don't i don't know um those are kind of behaviors i think you kind of have to that are very early yeah i don't know 
I don't really, we don't really put a lot of rules on what the kids can eat. We just try to like tell them like, oh, that's good or that's bad or, you know, uh, moderation, you know. Um, oh my, yeah, exactly. Just when so I think when they're not- young, I mean, it matters when they're young, but it also like, you know, their body metabolism, whatever. That is true. Know, yet to, yet to be determined. And, um, and I don't know what you think, uh, Chris, but with kids, um, take them to the park every now and then. Cause they got so much of that energy. Absolutely. If, if, let's say you have a small place. You got to, you got to ha- have them run around. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they're good. Um, yeah. They boys need to go wild. I think like need to go jungle wild, like crazy wild, like almost uh, like to the point where you're worried a little bit, but they need to get that out, get that, those primal aggressions out. Yeah. So I think they do like my son, like his, him and his best friend. I mean, they're always like, they're just like best friends. They just start, then they uh, have major conflicts. Yeah. You know, so that's good. They're working stuff out. Oh yeah. Gotta, gotta learn. Exactly. Anyhow. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I did. We went to top goal, top golf. Yeah. We'll wrap it up here. I went to top golf sure. for my birthday. It was very nice, but I was mini golf or like actual golf. No, it's the, I don't know if you have, they have top golf out there in California. I think, like yeah, the, I think like so. the multi-level driving range. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But the balls are chipped. So you, it, there's a machine that dispenses a ball. Uh-huh. You hit it and it's tracked on like a, you know, like a flat screen. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's in your, in your booth there, or your, you know, whatever your pod at the uh-huh. top golf place. That was fun. So, so you didn't get trash? Good times. No, no, I didn't get trash. No, no. Went with uh, Max wife, Laura and, uh, and my son. Oh, okay. Uh, that was his first time going. So it was a blast. Did he enjoy so, himself? Oh yeah, he had a great time. I was teaching him how. I don't know if anybody's going to Top Golf, but you wave. You have to wave your club in front of a little sensor for it to mm. dispense a ball. Oh. And then what you're supposed to do is then take the ball, put it on the tee, or like take the ball, put it in spot, and then hit it. But I was teaching him how to like dispense it and then just hit it all in one shot without letting the ball stop. Look at you, Tiger Woods over here. That's man. right, damn it. Well, <laughs> Happy Gilmore. He's never seen Happy Gilmore. He will soon, but what? Yeah, that's fun. You just dispense it, and then as the ball's rolling, you got to hit hit the shot and while the balls roll. So that's good habits. Cool. Good habits. So I have to I have to know, do you have like your own set of clubs and all that or I brought my uh no they have clubs for you. I think they kind of deaden the clubs a little bit. Cause this one, I mean it's like adjacent to a neighborhood and I and they said oh. uh they saw me walking my my big driver. <laughs> yeah, like, they did. They're like, you can't use personal drivers right now until they raise the nets. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's not really that big. And I th- again, I think like, yeah, the clubs aren't that great. The balls are not meant for distance. Um, but anyway, yeah, couldn't use. You can bring your own clubs, your irons, and all that. But I don't know. It's like I, I probably wouldn't next time. At least not, not till they raise that net. That's right. Not worth lugging it. For sure. But it's fun. And they score it because the ball, like, it, you know, like they know exactly where the ball lands and settles. So, like, you get, you can score points and all that. It's a good time. That's but, cool, uh, man. Well, I'm happy that I you enjoyed yourself, had a good time. Yeah, it was good. It's good stuff. Do you go often to the driving range? No. No. <laughs> no. I used to golf a lot when I was younger. When I lived in Florida, I used to golf a lot. But really, since I 
had my first kid, like just really, I don't think I've golfed more than once or twice. Dang. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I got get it back. out of my system. I got it. Oh, okay. I have got it out of my system. Um, anyway, like, I'll grew it. Doesn't matter. I don't know, Rob. You want to let them let them know where they can find us, and yeah, uh, man. And then we can check in with the the chat before yes, we wrap sir. it up. All right, guys. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys uh, want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Endless Ranters Podcast. That's our Instagram account. If you want to join in and chit chat with us, share memes and uh, have fun throughout the week or weekend, uh, we've got a Facebook group. It's the Endless Ranchers podcast. Just find us on um, Facebook, answer a couple of simple questions. We're just going to make sure you're not a spammer or some guy selling, you know, some Ray-Bans. Ray-Bans, exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, send us a request. If you want to check us out on uh, Twitter, we are at Endless Ranchers on Twitter. If you want to check out uh, Chris on Twitter, he's at GratefulRed1, the number one, GratefulRed1. And uh, check him out. He's got uh, you know a lot of fun uh, interactions with uh, people and other accounts. Uh, if you want to check out Mole Man, Manny Mole Man, check him out on Instagram and Twitter at How We Figure. Also check out uh, the podcast, How We Figure. If you want to check me out, I'm on any uh, major uh, social media account as Robbie Spotlight. Instagram is uh, usually where you can find me. And um, yeah, it's fun. Let's uh, exchange memes and all that stuff. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. Yes, sir. I was just catching up with the chat. I guess we got a spammer or something. I don't yeah, even know I think I blocked. No, I haven't blocked him. I think Were I they... was putting about on the timeout before. Oh, okay. Exciting. <laughs> Yeah. That's how you know you made it when you have spammers in your fucking live no. chat. Woo! No, this could be a real spammer too, not like a random uh, Indian dude that wants to join our Facebook group. I don't know That's why. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, oh, what do you have in common? This person's in 800 Facebook groups. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, you think that was, uh, was that Brighton? Maybe? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> He's got better things to do than this. I I sure hope so. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks again for uh, tuning in and watching us. Thanks for listening, subscribing, all that. Yeah. Like hit that like button and subscribe and rate us. Do all those things. Yeah. Rate us. Yeah. Rate us. Leave some reviews. Rate us and Rob's rap. (laughs) He'll have more raps for you down the line. I, I will. Please be kind. It was good, man. It's good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was a message need to be heard. It, it was. It was a good message. Positive. Yep. All right. Yeah. Good times, everybody. We'll uh, hang out a little bit in the chat, but uh, for now, we'll say get it on. Get it on. Get it on, everybody. We're just nerve endings in life. No,